0: Everybody. welcome back to the Punk Tide Podcast, where freedom of speech is always more important than your feelings, right, Neil?
1: Damn straight, always, of course. Freedom of and speech, and of
0: course, we are your original. We are your original lineup of Tom and Neil.
1: So, that's always why. Were people expecting something different?
0: I don't know. I just <laughs> I've been feeling that lately. Um, I guess. Of course, yeah. you can reach us at punkdiedie77 at gmail or you can reach us uh, on Facebook or all the typical social media stuff except for don't uh, reach out to us on what's the Instagram because it'll take us a month to get back to you
1: well you can but um, I don't check Instagram every day we did just have a couple of emails on Instagram actually and I got to send out some stickers to some people who reached out people are all
0: people are all pissed off because we didn't
1: answer yeah probably there's bands reaching out to us and stuff on there but I I only check it probably like once a week or something because it's normally just full of spam and like Russian girls wanting to send me nude photos or something. Uh, Ah
0: yes. Yeah. Well you should get those. I like those nude photos. (laughs) I'll I'll forward it to you
1: then. That sounds good.
0: Yeah (laughs) Yeah, don't open that even all right. Listen Neil, we, we have a guest today. We do. And he is a solo artist. He is an author. He is Canadian which we try not to hold against him. And he's, and he, uh, he's, the, he's, and he's also drummer the drummer. For,
1: yeah, one of your favorite bands. I was going to say, he
0: plays in one of my very favorite bands, so I actually will forgive him for being the drummer. We have with us from the Daglo Abortions, Blind Mark. How you doing, Mark? Yeah, I'm
2: doing good, guys. How good, you guys man. doing down there in uh, Michigan?
0: You know, we're cold and miserable, but, you know, it'll go away in six months or so. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, that'll it be burning hot. Yeah, Fucking yeah. six months of burning hot, six months of freezing cold.
0: Well, Mark is actually yeah, kind of, I he's not a he, tornado or two. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're not that far from me, but a little further north at the moment because you're on the east side of Canada. So I assume the weather's pretty miserable up there, too, or not too bad.
2: Yeah, it's, that's actually not too bad right now. Yeah, we're just on the road for like a week and a half. We're just in Hamilton right now, recording a few songs got the day off so got a nice so you're coming up starting tomorrow
0: so you're away from the other side of the canada do you guys are you flo- did you fly over there to do some shows or you uh take the van all the way across country
2: no no we just flew like we flew out on uh last thursday to uh, toronto and then uh and then we just Play, played like three shows over the weekend. One it, Friday night was Sardia, then Chatham, and then uh, this little town called Ingersoll. We played on Sunday, and then we had yesterday and today off. So, hmm. so yeah, well, we're just uh, now. Will you had, were you guys to,
1: uh, oh, oh, head? you oh, guys headlining, or were you playing with somebody else, or were you guys headlining?
2: Uh yeah, yeah. Well, we're headlining, but we're actually uh, we're on tour with our buddies called Hellbent from Hamilton here. You okay. check them out; they're really they're awesome. We're actually recording with Nick, the drummer there. He's got a studio out here, mm. and uh, mm. and then we're playing a few shows with their buddies called Blackout. They're going to be playing some shows with us on the weekend there.
0: Mm. So I'll tell you what yeah, I want to. Yes. I definitely want to yeah. talk. I definitely want to talk about some Daigle abortion stuff. But I kind of want to go to the beginning, like, because I really we we'd never met. I kind of am friendly with your publicist, and and he said this. He, he said yeah. you should you should meet Mark the drummer for Daigle abortions. And of course we're like drummer. We don't want to talk to any drummer. Don't. No. <laughs> but uh, you got you got kind of an interesting story. So so you know you're you're called blind Mark. Are you like are you like blind? Like can't see a thing? Or are you like a, like legally blind?
2: Uh, well, I was born, like, legally blind, like, like, born with defective retinas, so I had a little bit more vision when I was a kid, not very much, like, I could never drive a car or anything, you know, I could read large print, I could ride my skateboard down the street, but I, you know, I was never, couldn't see good enough to, like, play baseball or any of that kind of shit. Sure. But since my last, since my late 20s, I'm 46 now, and and basically my late 20s, it kind of Started going downhill, and uh, now I pretty much just got a bit of light perception.
1: Oh dear, mm. yeah,
2: and uh, yeah, and I was actually part of a clinical trial uh, that started five years ago in Philadelphia. Where it's like its kind of like gene therapy, and they were giving me uh, injections in my eyes, Oof. and it actually worked the first time around in both eyes, and I was able to regain some vision for four or five months. But then, uh, but then, unfortunately, it faded away and the medicine wore off and then COVID hit and I wasn't able to get back down there and then they, they tried again in both eyes and it didn't really work the second time around so mm. so back to square one here so.
0: Mm. so so, when you're a kid you're growing up and it becomes it's pretty early, obvious early on because you don't have good vision that you're not going to be the next Gordy Howe so after your dad gets over the fact that you're not going to be after your dad gets over the fact that you're not going to be Gordy Howe do your parents push you toward music or you just start gravitating toward music at a young age?
2: Uh well, I don't know. I think I was kind of always into music and uh you know, I had older brothers and older sisters and everything that kind of, you know, kind paved the way for me and got me into rock and roll really early and you know, then uh and then my you know, my brothers you know and, and uh they got me into to punk rock and riding skateboards and shit. Actually, I was telling you yesterday because I grew up in uh, just outside of Edmonton. You guys are in the
0: Edmonton Oilers, like Wayne sure, Gretzky sure. shit. They I've heard of Wayne Gretzky. I guess he's okay. I guess he was pretty decent. Yeah, hockey,
1: but... <laughs> yeah I guess so. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, I actually met him when I was seven years old at West Edmonton Mall. There was like a full shoot for blind kids or whatever. So.
0: But that's ah. story. But anyways, but anyways, my dad—it it was wasn't bad. really him. It was like somebody they, else. They were just. They were oh bad. shit,
1: Tom, you went there really?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my dad was uh, my dad was like a like a teacher, like a school principal, mm. and he got a year off of school, and or he got a year off of work, I should say, to finish up his uh, college or whatever. Mm. And just so happens that my mom had. Has uh relatives in detroit and like northern michigan so so he basically uh got into school out in kalamazoo and so we lived there for a year when i was nine years
0: old so that would have been like 1985 so 1985. was that west did he go to western michigan
2: yeah that's right yeah yeah
0: okay yeah, i got yeah, you
2: we lived in we lived in yeah we lived in portage yeah, it was like the year when the Challenger blew up and all that shit. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and my brother's like, yeah, yeah. Like, I was just a kid; I was only like nine, ten years old. But my brother saw a Black Flag that year in, in uh, Kalamazoo.
0: Oh no, kidding! That's no kind of where
2: we got into. That's where we got into skateboarding and punk rock and all that
0: shit. So, Kalamazoo, then, uh, Kalamazoo, yeah, Kalamazoo grew- used to have a great, great little scene back in the old days. I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: yeah 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 no yeah apparently they did i mean i was like i said i was just fucking nine years old or whatever so sure uh, but you know but we got into skateboarding and punk rock and then when we moved back to canada they you know my brothers were going to gigs all the time like snfu that was the big band out of edmonton so they'd go and see them play all the time and then they took me to my first gig when i was 11 and kind of just you know, that was it. Like I said, you know, I was a blind kid. I couldn't see the chalkboard. I couldn't play team sports. So it's like, you know, riding a skateboard, I could do that pretty good. And then, uh, you know, playing the drums. Like, that first show that I went to, I was like, holy shit, the drummer's playing 100 miles an hour, and all these, like, cute little cute little punker chicks, like, screaming and yelling. I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, that's what I want to do. And then, Who was the first band that you went, went to see? Who was that? Uh, it was... Uh, SNFU from
1: Edmonton. Okay, and cool. Beyond
2: Possession from Calgary. Oh, I know, beyond, I know yeah.
1: both of those bands. Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyond Possession for sure.
2: Yeah, it was like from. It was like it was like late eighties. I was in grade six, so it would have been about eighty seven. Hmm. So, but yeah. So then and then I kind of just <clears throat> ended up uh, getting some drums, borrowing some drums one like that summer, and uh, pretty much like my brother had uh, like the record player downstairs there. He had the like that double beatle record the one with uh like 1967 to 70 with like all the shit off of like
0: oh yeah you know
2: magical mystery and the white helmet shit and that, like so i just basically spent the summer playing along to that album and you know to this day ringo is still one of my favorite drummers for
0: oh sure. wow okay cool <laughs> so and that's yeah definitely and then so drums are your first instrument well, though, yeah. definitely huh? drums are your first instrument
2: well actually actually a year before I started playing the drums when I was 10, my mom made me take piano lessons for a year. But, huh. but I mean, I always wanted to play the drums. But, but yeah, I mean, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so then I got into the drums and then uh, just started basically listening to tapes and playing along to them and shit. And the funniest, funny thing is that I kind of, like, you know, I play along to, like, Metallica and Slayer and, uh, you know, like, shit like that, but I had, my brother had, uh, one tape that had, uh, SNFU on one side and it had Dayglow's Fetus of Fetus on the one side, so I pretty much learned my punk beat playing along to the Dayglow's. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah, so it's kind of like, fuck, I already know all these songs, for Christ's sake, you know? (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then I just, I started playing the drums and then I started playing in bands when I was, like, 15 or whatever, and... Thirty
0: some odd years later, still fucking rocking here. So <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, let's stick a song in. Let's let's play let's play a song from your so you you have a new solo album out. It's called Isolated Earthlings and you do almost everything on that yep. album. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll talk about that album definitely. But uh let's play uh I don't know, what song you want to play off that first? What what what's a good introduction? I think I think no politics would probably be a good one.
2: Yeah, yeah, like no politics, you know. I wrote that one in uh, during the pandemic, and everyone's just polarized. Everyone's at each other's throats, so it's just yep. kind of like, why well, you guys just like put your politics aside and just wake up and smell the coffee? It's the billionaire elites that are ruling, and they pretty much want us all to fight amongst each other so they can get away with all the other shit that they're trying to pull off. So, how about we just get along as humans and have some more and passion and empathy instead of judgment and fear and hate you
0: know wow amen amen yeah, man yeah. There, we there we go I'm gonna step off my soapbox there you go, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. that
2: was
0: that was almost political almost political yeah. alright so this is yeah. so this is yeah. isolated earthlings from the album of the same name and this is called No Politics <laughs>
3: I share
1: It's Isolated Earthlings with their first one tonight. That was called No Politics. So there you go.
0: So Mark, did you play with anybody else in Canada that we might have heard of before the Dayglo gig? Or you just kind of bumped around? Or what? Uh...
1: Or some of those bands, yeah. Well, what were some like of the bands dead, you were in?
2: Well, I, uh, I grew up in uh, like the Edmonton area. And then I started, actually my first band I played in, it was a thrash metal band when I was 15. We were called Malicious Intent. And then, uh, and then we changed our name to Mindkill about six months after that. It was kind of like the guitar player, one of the guitar players quit. But we got a new bass player, and the singer bailed out. So it was kind of a new light up. And then I joined a band called the Booze Hounds when I was seventeen, and uh, <laughs> and then I played with them for a couple of years. And then I moved out to the West Coast and started a band called Drunk Tank. That's when I met up with like Murray and all the Dagros and everything because we used to open up for them all the time. So, so where's Edmonton? So, okay, uh, so
0: geographically, where's Edmonton? I thought Edmonton was in the west. Is that not in the west?
2: Well, yeah, it's in the basically like the, the, the most western province is is British Columbia, and that's where that's basically where I live now. I live over on uh, Vancouver Island, which is basically about three hours north of Seattle. Okay. Wow, you're, Edmonton, you're way and, off. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then Alberta's like Alberta's the next province over. So Alberta is basically just above like Montana and Wyoming and all that shit. Okay. And, okay. So then, so then, uh, so the big city in southern Ontario is, is Calgary, and then Edmonton's about three hours north of there. Hmm.
0: I'm yeah, trying to picture Alberta's it. is
2: basically Yeah, you know, Alberta's like the beginning of all the Prairie provinces, so it's kind of like. The western part of Alberta, it's it's the Rocky Mountains. Like, you probably hear, like, Banff and uh, yep. Jasper and yep. all that shit, where people go skiing. Like, that's where that is. Mm. And then east of Alberta is, like, all the prairies. Like, you know, the Midwest, I guess, would be below there. in the, the U.S. Yeah. The farm country yeah. kind of thing.
1: And Calgary, I know, because of the, uh, the famous wrestling heart family, right?
2: But yeah, exactly. Stampede
0: Wrestling. Yeah,
1: Stampede Wrestling. Yeah, homo Stampede Wrestling, yeah.
0: Oh no, more wrestling. Notes. Yeah,
1: fuck yeah.
0: Are you a wrestling fan, Mark? Uh, I mean, when I was a
2: kid, I thought it was like, I don't know, I thought it was pretty cool, I guess.
0: That sounds like me, doesn't it? I quit.
2: Well, I was just saying, yeah, I
1: used to watch Stampede
2: Wrestling and then like, you know, regular old WrestleMania and all that shit yeah. when I was like the 80s, when I was like elementary school and shit
1: yeah stampede was one of the uh it was actually probably the biggest uh, ca- uh canadian federation i think but then like wwe stole uh or signed off i guess most of their most of their decent wrestlers so then it, i think it closed yeah a while yeah, ago. yeah 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 so yeah. Yeah, but you, you've, you've heard of
2: you think, well i think go ahead yeah i think back in the day they used because they used to like tour around and do like different like wrestling shit in different cities so i think stampede might have like Opened up for WWF or something like that's probably how they all kind of like got to know each other or whatever. I guess.
0: Well, WWF always poached uh, yeah. all the top guys from the they other did, ones. They did, yeah, right? from all the they other always, federations. Yeah, that's, yeah exactly.
4: Them.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were like the big leagues of, of fake wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> like AAA. So, so you're yeah. playing out, you're playing out on the West Coast, and your band, Drunk Tank, is opening for Dayglo. So, at some point. I don't know what happened with, with bonehead. I don't know if he retired or they kicked him to the curb or what, but you, you became the choice. It's just, you guys were already kind of friends. You were kind of the obvious choice to replace him, or, or, uh, how that yeah, worked like out? I,
2: well, uh, well, cause I, like I said, I used to open up for them all the time. And then, uh, and, sure. uh, it was like the fall of, uh, 2000. The big had a tour lined up down in, down the West coast with Dr. No from, uh,
1: Oxnard. Oxnard, California yeah, Oxnard. down there,
2: like, like, Brad, like Brad and Cruz and those guys, and, uh, and Bonehead couldn't get across the border, because he had some charge from when he was a kid, like a pot charge or something, so ah. he wasn't allowed to get across the border, so they called me up, they're like, holy shit, we got uh, we got like 30 shows, like we're down the west coast, and uh, we're leaving tomorrow, so I was like, <laughs> okay, let's go, and that was like right after Death Race 2000 came out, so... Uh, like I said earlier, like I learned how to play that my punk beat the fetus, fetus, so I knew all those songs, and then I, I just had to learn a few of the new ones. So you know, the first show or two was rough, but I pretty much got it
0: fucking nailed after that. And then, so, uh, so was that was that during you know, the it, brief period? Was that during the brief period where Creton wasn't in the band at all? No, Murray just
2: got back into the band.
4: Oh, he
0: just that got back. Like right.
2: when I first moved, yeah, you know, when I first moved out to Victoria in '95. Like where uh where I live now there uh basically Murray had just quit the Dagos and he, and he started this new band called Lummox. I don't know if you heard them, but you gotta yep. check them out. Lummix is yep. awesome. But then so he so Murray was doing Lummox for a few years and then he got back into the Day around ninety eight, ninety nine and and okay. then uh they recorded Death Race two thousand. So yeah, so when I got in there, yeah, it was yeah, Murray was had been back in the band for about a
0: maybe a year or two. So you had the both singers then?
2: And, uh, yeah, Jimbo was there, too, and, and uh, Willie Jack was playing the bass back then, too, so so it was okay. the four of us, basically, when we went down south. Gotcha. And then I did, uh, yeah, and then over the next 10 years, I did about, you know, probably three or four tours with them down in the U.S., and Bonehead just did all the Canada, Canadian mm-hmm. and Europe and Australia, and he, and he recorded, like, they in the 2000s, they put out Holy Shiite right? So that was Bonehead that played drums on that one. Yeah. But, uh, and then, yeah, then 2010, Bonehead uh, basically just called it quits. He just wasn't into it anymore. So, like, you know, I was pretty much, like, on the bench, you know, so I got a full-time <laughs> job after that, so. Yeah,
1: that's cool. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, in the last, like, 10 or 12 years here, I've just been, you know, doing... We did went to Europe like ten years ago, uh, you know, done a bunch of North America and stuff like that. So all across Canada and through the U.S. So uh, yeah, and then I, you know, was able to record on, uh, play the drums on Armageddon Survival Guide, which we recorded I think twenty fourteen, and then uh, the hate speech one that we did last year. Both,
0: both, so, honestly. Yeah both great like re- return to form records i think i think both i think they're both very good but i'll tell you what yeah let's play another let's play another isolated earthling song and then i'll ask you a couple more day will questions and then i swear we'll talk about your soul stuff because I, I am i am interested in this yeah, yeah. So, so let's yeah, sure. uh what do you okay ode to SCTV. you feeling that one you want to talk about that a little bit
2: yeah, well, because I grew up, uh, like I said, in, in Edmonton. And uh, in the early 80s, uh, SCTV it was filmed in Edmonton for a year or two. So it was kind of like, you know, it was just kind of like, since I was a little kid, you know, we used to watch it every every week or whatever. And, uh, you know, like it says in the song, you know, when I was like, probably like grade one or something, I got to see Return of the Jedi and Strange Brew in the movie theater. And just <laughs> I was just kind of. You know, just so so many good people on that show, like you know, like Eugene Levy and Joe Flaherty and John Candy, R.I.P. Harold yep. Ramis, R.I.P. You know, all those guys, like yep. Just you know, just uh, just so much good uh, comedy on that show. You know,
1: yeah, I was going to say for the for, for so, the yeah,
2: just always been there
1: for the European listeners. Do you want do, yeah. do, do, do you want to give them an introduction to what SCTV was because they probably, they probably never heard of it before?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like. Uh, SUTV, like basically, uh, Second City was kind of like this comedy thing out of, out of Chicago, and that's where, like, all those guys, like, all the, you know, all the Saturday Night Live guys and all that shit, they all came from there, like, uh, you know, like Dan Aykroyd and uh, Chevy Chase and all those guys. I'm pretty, uh, actually, I could be wrong. if they, I don't know if they were in there, but, you know, like, Chris Farley was Second City.
1: Bill Murray, yeah, Bill Murray wasn't was, I think
2: on, yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah, exactly. Like all the super, all the funniest guys in like through the seventies and eighties, they were all SE like second city guys, and then and then I think the troop moved, ended up moving to Toronto, and then that's kind of where they they actually had the like before. I think it was just like uh, it wasn't a TV show. It was just kind of like these guys
0: doing improv. Like yeah, it was improv.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. Live, live kind of shows. Think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, live shows.
1: Because there still is one in Chicago. So yeah, still there is. S- yeah. yeah, there's still an SE. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. To this day, it's still, improv. It's yeah, still... yeah, yeah. But in, but yeah, in their late eight, late seventies, uh, early eighties, they they started the uh, TV show. So it was called Second City Television, and uh, it ran. I don't know. It was on the air for probably five years but they did the first couple of years in Toronto and then, uh, they moved to Edmonton for a year or two because of something to do with like, uh, I think it was like some, some doctor or something in Edmonton had like a film studio, like for a hobby or whatever. And, uh, and apparently a couple of them went out there and checked it out and convinced everybody else to head to Edmonton. Cause it was cheap to show them everything and, uh, whatnot. But, but yeah, so that, so, um, you know, being a little kid in Edmonton, it's like it's like pretty much, holy shit! There's like a famous Hollywood TV show in my hometown or whatever, you know. So that's kind of <laughs> a, you know, just gotta kind of always been part of my life. And it's funny, so, you know.
1: <laughs> so was it? A, so was it a weekly show? Was it a weekly like hour-long show or something? Or would like like Saturday Night Live or something? Yeah, it was. Like it was a Saturday
2: Night Live
0: competitor, right?
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah it was kind of a Saturday Night Live, but it was only for a half an hour. It was just a hour
0: Was it half hour yeah.
2: Thursday night? Was
0: yeah, it? Pretty, I, is, yeah, I think it was on Thursdays. Is there like an English equivalent of that, Neil? I mean, is it Benny Hill? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no, no. Uh, I, uh, looking uh, back to the seventies and eighties, I can't really. Th- Think of one that was like that was as that was similar to that. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously had a lot of comedy shows, but I can't think of one sure. that was similar to that. Yeah. Like similar, similar, similar Maybe to like, like
2: Monty Python, Flying Circus, or something. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, there you go. That had uh, sketches. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess you're right. You know what? I guess you're. I guess you're exactly right. Yeah, I guess Monty the, Python kind of would of the, be it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, just like total slapstick, like yep. comedy. You
1: know. No, and and yeah. don't we have another link to that? Tom, is <clears throat> isn't the Eradicator from that? No,
0: that was. Uh, Kids in the Hall. That oh, Kids in the Hall. Kids in the oh, Hall. Kid,
1: my bad. My bad. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Kid,
2: yeah. Kids in the Hall was later. That was like the early 90s.
0: That was Canadian too, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, that was Canadian. Yeah. That was from Toronto. Yeah.
0: Look at all the wonderful wonderful things Canada's given us. DOA, Dagle Abortions, SNFU. I think that's it. But still, lots of things.
1: <laughs> black Halos.
0: <laughs> exactly. Black Halos. All right. Let's play, Let's play it, Neil. This is Ode to SCTV. People our age are going to know all the names he mentions. Younger people are probably going to have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, that,
1: and that might have been the longest song introduction in the history of the world.
0: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Okay, well, unfortunately, they're making a lot of noise over uh, next door there. They're tearing down the building over the fence in my backyard, eh? But they know I'm trying to record a legendary rock and roll album over here. Jeez. Well, this is an ode to SCTV. When I was a kid growing up in Edmonton there, you know, SCTV was filmed in Edmonton for a couple years in the early eighties. You know, when I was a little guy, when I was seven, I got to see Return of the Jedi and Straight Be in the movie theater. Hey, that was awesome. Well, you know, I just want to say R.I.P. to John Caddy, Harold Ramis, the other second city guys that were on Saturday Night Live like John Belushi and Gilda Radner Chris Farley, Phil Hartman I don't know if Phil was second city or not but you know he's a legend for sure eh? so you know this album it goes out to Johnny LaRue goes out to the fishing musician Jerry Todd Mo Green The Schmangies Lola Heatherton you know it goes out to Edith Prickley Burrell Cannon Dr. Tong and Bruno You know, whatever happened to Joel Flaherty I always thought it'd be awesome If somebody would start up a Pink Floyd cover band And call it Count Floyd You know, they could all wear the 3D glasses And howl with the dark side of the moon You know, whatever happened to Sid Dithers, the janitor Remember that episode when he saved the station When the aliens invaded? That was awesome, eh? And Bob and Doug, you know Sorry to hear about what happened to you and in uh, New York there, Rick Moranis. I really hope your brother Doug stepped in to take care of things for you. You know, then you gotta think about uh, Martin Short, Ed Grimley. You know, even Bill Murray, he was on TV for a couple episodes back then, eh? And then, you know, there's those other guys from Chardonnay Live, like uh, Dan Aykroyd and Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, you know? They weren't actually on uh, SCTV, but, you know, they are all buddies with all those guys, you know. They are in movies together and that kind of thing. So, you know, a lot of other good things on that show, too, you know. A lot of good, uh, good memories from watching that show when I was a kid, for sure, eh? Oh, jeez, I think the song's over, eh?
1: All right, that was uh, isolated Earthlings with uh, yeah, ode to SCTV. So now you guys all know about SCTV, and you can look it up on YouTube and stuff and see how funny. There you it go. Is. Yeah. All right,
0: yeah, so I'm gonna yeah, I'm we'll gonna go. only I'm only gonna hit you with two more Daigle abortion questions. I swear, unless unless not something else yeah. comes up, or unless Neil wants to uh, oh, jump yeah. in. So. Are we going to get some hate speech shows in the United States? That's my first question. That might be a hard one, but I I have to know. I'm I'm chomping at the bit to see you guys play those new songs.
2: Well, nothing that I... Right now, I know in May we got a trip all the way across Canada, and then we're supposed to be going over to play Rebellion Fest
0: over in England. Oh, nice, man.
1: Nice, because I might be going to that this year. Uh-oh,
0: has that been announced yet? They're very protective of their... It has?
1: Uh, I think. Fuck, I
2: don't know. I'll it think has now. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm
0: not sure. Yeah. yeah. They're very protected.
2: So I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, I think we are on. I'm pretty sure. I think we did get. I think there was like a poster or something, a lineup and shit. Yeah. Yeah, there's was, a bunch of announcements I made. It. It. It's a killer yeah, lineup. I'm pretty sure we're on. Yeah. And then, so we're probably going to be uh, either going to be in Europe for two or three weeks before or after that just to kind of make it worth for sure. a while.
0: Well that's but, cool uh, though, especially if you haven't
2: yeah, been there know, ten years. Yeah. 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 Well actually I like they were over there uh back in twenty eighteen. They uh they go did a like uh tour across like a North American European tour without because I was going down to Philadelphia to get all that eye treatment done. Ah, gotcha. So we got so who played, so we who got, played yes, on that? Our, so that was our buddy Vince from uh, okay. LA and Vince he's awesome, man. Awesome drummer. He he was uh I'm not sure if he still is, but he was playing in Reagan Youth for a while, and he was playing for with uh, Louis Idol, like you know, like Louis from Superstars oh, yeah, yeah. and MCs or whatever.
0: Yeah, the first time so he first was playing album. in
2: that, and then he was in he was in the Voodoo Glow Skulls for for a little while too. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Climbing. Vince is awesome, man. He's a he's huh. an awesome drummer. So yeah, he totally helped me out and like basically took the reins for that summer. So hmm. and they did some killer shows there too. Like I I kind of like I was like ah fuck I missed them missed out because they did uh I think they did like ten shows through the Midwest with uh Negative Approach. That was down in, in the down in the States Okay, so that's Europe.
0: the they tour that's of- the tour I saw. Yeah, that you guys they played Chicago. I thought okay, I didn't realize that yeah, was yeah. playing on that. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would have been yeah, that was Vince that did that one, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Approach, so I missed out on
0: that for sure. Well I oh, hope you guys well, come back to Chicago. Perfect. But I yeah,
2: I, I was here I did play the one show in Chicago in twenty eleven and then we played the next night in Detroit and that's where the fucking uh it, like it was just this compound that was all boarded up and shit. So <laughs> it was like we went, we goop on in Detroit and they're like, Okay, don't leave anything out here and make sure <laughs> like you basically yeah. like like the whole place it was like a mad max, like fucking barbed
1: wire fence. That,
0: that's that's the whole that's know, the kind of whole like, city. That's the whole city, my friend. That's the whole city. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
1: Fucking war zone. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. the other
0: question... Oh, yeah. no, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'll just... That's all
2: I need. I'm done. That's all I need.
0: So, so well, I, the other question I have is, so you guys are working on some new music. Do you know what's going to become of it, or are you just kind of recording some stuff? I mean, is this for a specific project, or you uh, just... You're not sure yet?
2: No, we're just kind of... We just, like... Like Nick the, the drummer For Hellbanger He's got his Recording studio And we had a couple of Days off So we were like Yeah let's go and record Murray's got Some new songs That we wanted to record Okay he's still writing The hits you know 45 minutes oh, oh, later There you
0: go Exactly So Always oh, yeah, looking for that like,
2: They're just in there Right now That's cool Finishing up the guitars And the vocals And shit so We uh yeah, I think we Recorded four songs
0: Oh nice Well, maybe maybe he pierces. We uh we had Murray on, man. That guy is a frickin' riot, huh? I mean, maybe maybe it's not for you because you're around him all the time. Maybe it's like because people tell me I'm funny too, but my wife doesn't think I'm funny. So maybe you guys are (laughs) like that. I don't know, (laughs) but uh, but yeah,
2: he's a wild man. Oh yeah, no Murray Murray Murray's awesome. He's just saying like the grocery shit that's gonna basically like get you kicked out of the family restaurant when you're on the road <laughs> like a Sunday morning. Like, Murray, goddamn, there's like families and kids over there. But then, but then in the next breath, he'll be like telling you about like parallel universes and like all this. Like, he's a, like one of the smartest guys I know.
1: That's what. You that's that's what he was like.
2: That's,
1: that's what he was like on the show. We, we he, was, he was like he was just one thing after another. He, and he, you know, they didn't segue together at all. It was just one story after another that had no in re- you know, a relation to each other. It was. And then he old. told
0: us a, one of the most vile pedophile jokes I've heard in a long time. Yeah, <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: that's yeah. all right. Like I said, we're we we are never never offended. That is definitely not our thing. So okay. Well, and, right,
2: uh, oh, we were just talking. We were just joking about it like earlier. Murray's like, holy shit. If I ever went, wanted to some cash show to be having a heart attack on stage and I'm like I'm like, You're not going out that easy, buddy. We're gonna probably weekend at Bernie's yet. Sure <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Show. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: We'll, Make- just, we'll just get Matt we'll just get you to be Matt's ventriloquist dummies and we'll just put you in, do another leg of the tour.
0: <laughs> get Jimbo to come back and just prop yeah. him up on the stage and get, get Jackie and yeah, a couple yeah. of the old, old guys to come back.
1: And Tom, Tom, just so you know, yeah. I'm checking the rebellion lineup right now and dayglo abortions are on the, uh, on the lineup. So that's not a, they're announced. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good. My, cool. my God, I to... this lineup is fucking crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Good.
2: Who, who else is on there?
1: Okay. We got the only ones, the exploited, the Dickies, bad manners, oh, yeah. anti Noah league. Steve Ignorant, U.K. Oh, subs, man. the Rezilli- Rosillos, oh, TSOL, Bad Brains, Subhumans, DRI, Sloppy Seconds. <laughs> I mean, it's like never-ending, man. Pegboy, DOA, Briefs, awesome. Conflict, yeah, Toxic Reasons, there we go. Huh. Day oh, Abortions, yeah. MDC. Toxic Reasons
0: had a Canadian too, didn't they? Yeah, they Isn't did. I think it's the one
2: guy that's Canadian and, uh, one guy's English and one guy's American.
1: That's right. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But, the, yeah. damn, this lineup is just yeah. fucking and, crazy uh, good. Yeah,
2: yeah, there were solos. We played with them in, at this festival in uh, Germany like 10 years ago. This really? outdoor festival. That's the one I was telling you about earlier with uh, Mark Ramone's band.
0: Okay. So you said you met yeah. Marky and he was Mark a nice Ramone. guy, huh?
2: Yeah, he was awesome, man. He, he, like, signed a drum skin for me. And we hmm. were talking about... Uh, because he, uh, he did an album in, like, the 2000s. He played drums for the, for Teenage Head for one of their albums. Mm, okay. So we were talking about that because those, those guys were our buddies of Teenage Head, fucking legendary Canadian punk band. Yep, yep. Mm. Sadly, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Gordy Lewis. Mm. Yeah, and Frankie passed away about 10, 12 years ago. No, maybe 15 years ago now. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's too bad. There's no more no more teenage head, but uh, but yeah. So he, you know we're talking about that, and he's like, I think he was like Germany, and probably like not too many people speak English, so he's probably just happy to have some people from North America to converse with. Maybe I don't know, but he was a nice guy. He was really cool. Yeah, he's really good guy.
0: Well, that's what I wondered. Like, you play a big festival like Rebellion. Are you going to be drawn towards the other, like, talking to DOA or some of the other? I mean, like, the Canadian bands, is there a certain sense of camaraderie?
2: Oh, yeah. Like, DOA are our buddies, for sure. Yeah, Joe, Joe and he's got our buddies, uh, Patty and Mike, and his band. Well, they used to have a band called Circle the Wagons. You should check them
0: out. They're pretty awesome. Mm. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I never heard of them. Huh. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's play another isolated earthling song and then we better give some people some context to these weird songs we're playing because they are going to be like man we're talking about the of yeah. abortions and we're listening to these weird songs what do we got going on here so this one i mean this one's going to be even the weirdest yeah. one yet this is this is space ball. so why don't you tell us about space balls
2: well once again like going back to scpd you know it's just kind of it's like my pretty much one of my favorite movies of all time. And it's got you know, it's got a John Candy and Rick Moranis from SCTV here, uh, in there, and uh, you know
0: Mel Brooks, man, classic.
1: Yeah, it was. Like a it, Star, it was. It was like a Star Wars rip off, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Parody, they are, they are, parody. No, yeah, because you're a Mel Brooks fan, right,
1: Neil? Yeah. Uh, take it or leave it, really.
0: Oh, Okay.
2: Oh, I love all those old, like, Bleeding Saddles and uh, young, young Frankenstein. Young yeah, Frankenstein's yeah, great. great, yeah. I yeah, love you Young know. Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> and then Spaceball, we- that was, you know, when I was a kid, I was, I was 11 when that one came out. So, you know, that was more my generation. All the other ones I saw on video, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they are already all in the 70s. Sure. But, you know, but Spaceball, like, I saw that one in the movie theater when I was a kid. So, yeah, it's just always been
0: a... So, just just so you have a reference, I'm a couple years older than you are, and Neil's about a decade older than you. So we 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 have a lot of the same reference points. So, all right, so let's let's give it a let's give it a spin, DJ. Let's space balls.
3: Jack,
0: jammed, jammed
3: Raspberry. Most of my bumps are driving around when they hear a ringing sound. It is Vinny Pizza the Hut. You will watch them million space bucks. One million space bucks. A million? Spaceballs They're coming for your air, space You better, you better beware, space balls is coming for you, Spaceballs, there's nothing more to do, now the Winnebago is on the ground, being chased by Spaceballs 1, now they've gone to ludicrous speed, they pass right by with the Platy B, the patient,
4: the multi me
3: now they're in the desert walking around, hoping that they are not found, now they're hanging with too. 2, the Schwartz Spaceballs Okay, no one's gonna play some Spaceballs
2: I just a shout out oh never mind, never mind
1: no go ahead no
2: you're right oh i was just oh sorry i thought you kept to the song but I, I got my uh my nephew that's he's playing the banjo on that my nephew Nolan. bass banjo yeah the space banjo that's
0: him <laughs> so so when you when you when you play mark do you have do you uh do you set up your own stuff i mean you have to have everything right and where you need it right i mean i assume it's a little bit is there is there tricks to once you get set up, is it just you're good to go, or is there is there anything special you have to do because you don't see?
2: Uh, uh no, I just pretty much like I mean, when I go on the road, I, I'm always boring other people's drums and everything, so I don't need to. I don't
0: really want to lug all my shit around. So oh, I so do, you're not uh, even that picky? You know, I okay. Play,
2: <clears throat> yeah, I'm like I'll play on cardboard boxes if I have to. I don't <laughs> care, but but I mean, I just I always just set it up the same way, you know, and then just make sure, and then I just play around for a couple of minutes and make sure I'm hitting everything and not missing the oh,
1: there you go. I was gonna say you don't uh, you don't get the guys you don't get the guys fucking with you do you and like moving shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> it seems like something nah, pretty would do <laughs>
2: yeah No, nah, I fuck I fuck it up, up enough, enough on my own I don't need any help so.
1: <laughs> there you go there you go but yeah no,
2: but yeah I just like you know I just set it up and then just play around like you know just Warm up for like a couple of minutes before we play, it, just make sure things all adjusted properly. And uh yeah, do you set them or, up? You
0: your, know, do you set so them hard. up yourself, or do you have somebody with you that sets them up for you? You you, you go you do all yourself. Well, that's well, that's
2: the best part about going on the road, and boring other people's shit. You say you don't have to lug it. Around. Oh, it's already set up. Oh, true
1: oh. enough. Yeah, yeah, true yeah. enough.
2: I got you. <laughs> it's like the poor man's version of a drum tech. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> It's like what? Bring my own drums and set them up myself? Wow, geez, I don't really want to do that.
0: But whatever. <laughs> the only, the thing I would be the thing you miss is that little like kind of verbal cues when the you know when like when the guitar player looks back at you and kind of have that you kind of have that meeting of the minds. You guys just have to be yeah I don't know, yeah. You just have the yeah, practice that, a little more.
2: Yeah, that doesn't really happen very exactly, but I mean, I just got to make sure Murray's vocals are cranked up in the drum monitor so I can
0: hear gotcha. you in the next
2: like the next song. But I mean, you know, we pretty much play the same like the same set list every night and uh and we do like like uh we basically will do like four or five songs in a row. Like we have blocks of songs so sure. or you know, it's like you're you know which one's coming up next, you know how we're gonna be counting it in. So it's kinda And
0: then you know, that's then he'll talk a little bit between songs or whatever. And yeah, I got you. I got you. It's yeah. a little breather. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah exactly. Exactly,
0: so yeah all right so let's talk about this isolated earthlings thing so this is your second solo project like 10 12 15 years ago you did a different one called oh remind me what yeah, it's was it was something the, earthlings
2: yeah it was called the mutated earthlings
0: so and this uh, time this time i was gonna say this time around it was because because of covid what was the what was the motivation behind your first solo album or how did that one come about
2: yeah, it was honestly, I just, I got myself a bass and I just wrote a bunch of funny songs and uh, just kind of, I I always kind of wanted to call a band the Mutated Earthies since I was a kid, but no one ever, no one else, no one else kind of thought that was a stupid name, but so was like, well, okay, I'll start my own band then. So then I did that and then, you know, then I recorded, like I did the drums and the bass and the guitar and the vocals and then once I started playing it for people they're like, Well, why don't you play this live? So then I got uh I got some people like other guys in the band to play live and I ended up getting uh our bass player that I got to play with me his name is uh No Thumbs Dave, so he was born without thumbs. <laughs> so it like, yeah, was do this Amazing. So it was like, Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, so it was like the blind guy, the no thumbs guy. <laughs> and uh yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, all we needed was a midget, but you know, couldn't <laughs> find one. We had actually Murray, Murray played drums for us for a, for about a year or two, so it was me and Dave and Murray. So Murray was like the human skeleton we used to call him. <laughs> but it was like, yeah, it was all just it was all just kind of like you know, all all the songs were both like I don't know, like video games and uh, drinking beers, and there, I got a i had one song called Bowling Drunk, it was basically this true story about getting all hammered up and uh at the noon, start drinking at noon and then at six o'clock deciding to go to the bowling alley and just <laughs> getting so hammered up, just falling over. And, uh, tr- like this, this is actually a true story. But, like we were at the bowling alley and I was so wasted I walked up and I tripped in the gutter and then <laughs> the bowling ball would fly out of my hand and it rolled down the next lane and got a strike in the other guy's name. <laughs> Yeah, so, so that was bowling drunk. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good, I'm going to put that one on my back cap at some point too. But uh, right now it's, I just, it's just my isolated earthings that's up there. So. <laughs> well,
0: the funny thing is like bowling, you know, that it makes such a like sound that you could sort of see the appeal of it, even if you can't really see very well. Cause like the crack, right. You get that, you, like, you, you know how many pins you knocked out. But it is, yeah, yeah, true. Sure, yeah, it's sort of strange. Well, it's it's you know you, you hear all these stories about the blind guy climbing the mountain and golfing, and it's really hard for <laughs> those of us that see to understand what the motivation is for that. You know what I mean? You get to the top of the mountain, and then what? I mean, I, I don't know, it's a weird, yeah. it's it's a weird, it's a weird thing. But uh, yeah. so so when you when you did your shows, you you played guitar then, and then you had no thumbs playing bass. Oh know, yeah, 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 yeah. We
2: played. Yeah, when we played live, I did I played the guitar and sang. He's like, yeah, I kind of uh like I'm not that good on the guitar, I can pluck away all the power chords, but you know, it's it's kinda it was the easiest thing to do with like sure. while you're singing kind of thing. Like I can't do I can't do guitar solos or nothing like that, but Well but, it's uh Yeah. What was that?
0: No, I was going to say, the reason I asked is I see you brought in some people on your new album. You played the bass and the drums, but you brought some people in to play guitars. And it's got some, it's actually got some really ripping kind of Daiglo's riffs. I, I I told Neil when I was describing yeah. it, I, I said, it sounds like a cross between the Daiglo abortions and Strange Brew, the movie. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's totally, like, yeah, for sure, man. That's TV, you know, I'm Canadian, so, you know. But yeah, basically well what happened was I, I uh when COVID hit and we were all in lockdown and we weren't allowed like, you know, there's no shows, there's no gigs, we couldn't play go on tour or anything, so I was like sure. bored. So I got myself a computer and uh and uh recording software and figured out how to do it, how to record, and then I basically just wrote a bunch of songs and recorded in my living room. But all I had was my electric drums. So they were pretty much just demos. So I did I, like I did all the Guitar and the bass and the vocals and the drums and I actually got my nephew Nolan I was talking about earlier he helped me mix it all and and he did some guitar parts and uh, the guitar solos for me and uh, did that space banjo and then uh, when we were when we were going to record the hate speech album in Edmonton I sent all those files over to Rob Lawless who was the guy that recorded our album. And he, because I wanted to see if he could help me mix it and just see what I could do with it. And then he convinced me, well, you're going to be out here with the dagos. Why don't you just redo the drums and the bass? And and then uh, so I did that. And then, you know, that's where I grew up. So I just figured, well, I got a lot of friends back in Edmonton. So I got a couple of my good buddies that I grew up with that I used to play in bands with, like back in the 90s and shit. I got them to play the guitar tracks for me. Mm. They're better than me, I, you know. I, like I said, I can plunk away on the power chords, but these guys are actually ripping guitar players. And actually, Mike Jack from, uh, he was in the Dagoes back in the eighties. He's been living out in Edmonton for the past twenty years. So I got him to uh, do a couple like guitar parts for me too on a couple songs, mm. like that song "Final Dem" that the last one on the album "Final Demolition." It's actually all of them doing a guitar solo. So the first little guitar part, that's my nephew, Nolan. And then the second one is my buddy, Sanchez. And then and then Mike Caton does the third one. And then Mike Jack does the last one. So it's like that whole part of the, that, whole song is just kind of like, you know, fucking rip, better rip guys do some guitar
1: solos. <laughs> we you
2: know, at the beginning of, SC, the beginning of uh, SCTV there, like, you know how it's like, how it's like the building noise and all that. Because that's what happened is, like, when I was recording my album, they were tearing down the building next door over my fence. So, basically, I just opened up the patio door one day and turned on the mic and and recorded, like, 10 or 12 tracks of crashing and smashing and, like, you know, the bulldozer, and it was awesome. Yeah, so then that's when I recorded... uh, so I used some of that noise for SUTV, but then I I basically wrote that final demolition song. I just put all that building noise behind it, and then just wrote like a Black Sabbath riff, and just was like, okay, so this will just be a instrumental. I get, you know, I didn't really think back then when I was recording it that I was going to get like four ripping guitar players to do solos on it, but that obviously worked out pretty good. So, <laughs>
1: well, I'll tell you what. Should we listen to that? You think?
0: That one, Neil, is very long, and oh, it's an instrumental, like you said. I think this, I think, twenty yeah. first century would be a better fit.
2: Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, the, like, like the final demolition is kind of like that's like the treat at the end of the album, you know, kind of giving those guys props for helping me out. It's like yeah, gave mm. each a guitar solo, you know. So yeah, yeah
0: so once you sure. talk about twenty first century? Actually, I think it's funny you kind of foreshadowed, I think, twenty first century when you were talking about hopefully hopefully, what things will be like in a couple of years. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about 2020.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, I just kind of wrote it. It's, it kind of goes back to the whole no politics thing, how everything's so polarized, and People are just, like, getting on their social media and just, like, bad-mouthing each other, like, saying shit that they would never say to people face-to-face. And that's right. just kind of like, you know, and it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of like, and, and everything, you can't say anything anymore. You're going to get canceled or you're going to get shut down. And it's just kind of like you're not allowed to have your own individual like thoughts anymore, you know? Like, critical thought is like pretty much you're not allowed to do that anymore. you got to think exactly like everybody else. And it's just, and I think social media has just kind of made that worse, you know? And I mean, like, like you know, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm selling my album on Bandcamp. I'm not anti-technology. There's good, you know, obviously there's, uh, the purposes for social media, like advertising your band and stuff like that. But when you're getting on there and just like shredding people, like, you know, like tearing people to pieces because you don't agree with what they say or because they might have offended, you know, because their grandma said something you didn't agree with, you know, it's <laughs> kind of like,
1: yeah, right. That's
2: right. where it kind of crosses the line. That's why it's just like, you know, the one line in that song about we had better ways to spend our time you know because we you know we did like 20 years ago before cell phones and everything like
0: you know, we went we out managed to
2: get you know so I don't know I don't know it's
1: just
0: we went out bowling kind of like drunk that. and fell into the we went out got drunk and went bowling and fell into the bowling
1: lanes right <laughs> exactly <laughs> well, we actually went out at the, I, I think that's yeah. the thing we actually went out and were like seeing people face to face right so yeah, exactly. you learn to yeah. socialize with people right yeah
0: we didn't have yeah, we didn't have so, our yeah, social exactly. media to tell us whether or not we were telling the truth. Yes, how did we know? How did we know we <laughs> yeah, were telling the yeah,
1: truth? Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. So and then it's just kind of like talking about at the beginning, like you know, about the Terminator movie because back when I was a kid, that was all like robot futuristic shit. Now it's like, holy crap, this is actually kind of like uh, somewhat real. It's like we're living in that TV show Black Mirror, you know.
0: Yeah, or 1984, or, you know, Fahrenheit 450, any one of those weird science fiction movies like 100 years ago, right? Yeah,
2: Brain New World, you
0: know? Yeah, Soylent Green.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know what the creepy thing about that is apparently uh, Soylent Green took place in 2022.
0: Is that right? Well, last time I was in Chicago, Neil and I were like, we were just like, I just don't know what you do about the homeless situation. It's so complicated. And you think, well... Solent green was the solution, I guess. Maybe that was... (laughs) I wouldn't want to eat them, thank you. (laughs) They're so full
1: of chemicals, yes.
2: Yeah, well, you never know. You never know. know, Yeah, we
1: we don't know what's in McDonald's. We have (laughs) no idea. That's true.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Those chicken nuggets? Who the fuck knows? Tim Hortons ain't much better. That's the Canadian McDonald's. (laughs) Yeah, me,
2: yeah, pretty much. When you're on the road, it's pretty much the only thing open at three in the morning. So
0: <laughs> a lot of Tim Hortons, that's for sure. There you go. All right, let's let's spin twenty first century. Neil sounds good.
1: Last one from Isolated Earthlings tonight. I believe that is 21st Century.
0: And you can find, so, okay, so it's Isolated Earthlings on Bandcamp is where you can get this. Yeah, and yeah you, uh, well, that's
2: the album, but, but the, uh, my Bandcamp page is blindmark.bandcamp.com. Blindmark, oh, okay. It is
0: Blindmark, okay, okay. Blindmark, okay, Blind okay. and the album and is Isolated okay. Yeah,
2: but it's Mark with a C, M A R C
0: yes
1: okay and is it available is it just digital or did you put it on cd or vinyl or anything
2: uh unfortunately it's just digital for now like i i, I want to get it out on vinyl but it, it's everything is just so backed up right now right it'll take two years to get the damn thing out so i'm like i guess that's the one good thing about technology is people can download it onto their phones and whatever and listen to it sure so, that is the one upside to it for sure but i would I, I would definitely love to put it out on vinyl for sure
0: do you do like do you do like other socials that you share or you just do like private socials or you not even deal with any of that stuff i mean is there other stuff you want to get out there as far as where to find you or you just soon hide
2: well i don't like i basically uh my band camp... I got. I started an isolated earthlings Facebook page.
0: Okay, that's a good. That's so it's, good.
2: It's one of, yeah, so people can find that just isolated earthlings Facebook, and you can follow that page. Okay. But as far as like Facebook, like I had my blind mark Facebook years ago, but I canceled that just for pretty much 21st century. You know, that's the be I just kind of <laughs> got sick of hearing. You know, I'd, I'd go on there and I'd be posting funny stuff or I'd be advertising a gig or whatever, and then you'd have to scroll through like thirty posts about people whining about how their life sucks and I'm just kinda of, got depressing
1: I was like, I don't want to hear about this
2: shit. Like, yeah, no shit. You know? Yeah. I'm just trying to be a comedian here. Come on, guys. So kinda of, so that's so I'm not really doing that kind of shit anymore. I'm not social media like I'm not posting shit every day. I'm just kinda of on there trying to advertise my album, you know?
0: Sure so it's so okay i lied when i said i wasn't going to ask any more daigle's question because that was the other question i wanted to, or the other thing i was very curious about so i know there have yeah. been cds of hate speech but the cover of this thing is so great the dr seuss cover it really needs to be on a vinyl yeah. is there is that in the works i hope like a, a vinyl press well, yeah, of, of hate speech
2: yeah well that's the whole thing it's like that's why i was talking about my isolated earthlings because uh the hate speech. We put, sent that away to the presses last October to like twenty twenty one. Holy shit! So, and apparently it got pre- and apparently it got pressed at the end of October like a month and a half ago. But we're still waiting for. It. We're hoping to get them for this trip, but they didn't. They didn't arrive in time. So apparently they're pressed. We just we're just waiting for them to arrive. So
1: okay, that's been a full year. Left. Holy shit! Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, exactly. Like that's what I mean. If I tried to put my Isolated Earth things
4: on
0: vinyl right now. I probably wouldn't be
2: out till twenty thirty.
0: So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, it's it's funny because I was kind of curious because the the last few Daigle's albums have been on uh, the Unrest label, which is a great yeah, yeah. great Hot, like it's punk it's hardcore too. thrash label. And uh, I just noticed like their website's not really working. And I'm like, oh, what's going on with Unrest? But hopefully they get some good yeah. American distro down here. Or maybe I'll
2: drive yeah, up. Oh, it, once it, once it, once the thing's out, like for sure, like they, they unrest. Yeah, they go around it. They put them in all the different record stores and shit. You know, like for sure, it'll be
0: down. It'll be,
2: once it's out, it'll be out for sure.
0: Sweet. Can't wait.
2: Can't the, wait. The, that's the golden, golden ticket. There is when it wins to get out. You know. So you, so
0: you obviously actually,
2: you record. No, go ahead. Record. Well, I was just going to say we also have a uh, double live album that we recorded like uh, in twenty eleven, and yep. they're going to and that one supposedly is getting pressed on vinyl right now too. So there's a double album coming. Oh out, yeah, a yeah, double yeah. Live album coming out. Okay, that's cool. So hopefully uh, that's hopefully that's going to be out like at the same time as Hayes Beach.
0: Okay, yeah, that
2: never came on vinyl, right? Yeah, that was just on CD. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you
0: have that, Tom? I I do not.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Matter of fact, I think I might have been on CDR, but I'm not positive. Yeah, Yeah, no, it
2: was was a double CD. Okay. I don't have have that. I gave that away. I gave my freaking only copy Armageddon survival guide away. That's what happens. I keep giving all my shit away and then keep thinking I'm going to get another one, but it never seems to happen. (laughs) Oh, well.
0: Well, I do have Armageddon's vinyl, Like I have, I have, I have that actually on CD and vinyl because I have a problem with buying things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. It's, but but I haven't yeah, seen even like one. the like hate speech. The CD hasn't even made it down here yet, so I don't know if it's only like selling it at shows or or what. But yeah,
2: right. Yeah, right now we're just basically selling it at shows, and Murray's got it up on his Bandcamp page. But uh, yeah, I mean fingers crossed any day
0: now we should be getting those records cool. so well it's funny because it's like so, if you guys are yeah. playing detroit like it's almost as easy for me to go across the bridge and see in canada but we'll, we'll see how it works out we'll see how the tour how the tour shapes up next may well
2: you know what that might i think we might be playing in windsor on that next trip in may so oh no
0: kidding the that's that. right across the river yeah <laughs> how,
1: how far from how far yeah. from you was that tom
0: it's it's just Detroit. It's basically three hours, but I go three to hours. Okay.
1: Shows. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: it's funny, Neil. It literally, yeah. you know, there's a river that separates Detroit from Windsor. Windsor's a real dumpy town. Yeah. I mean, it's not as dangerous as Detroit, yeah. but it's pretty dumpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. It's like, yeah, and they like, if there wasn't that like border, they pretty much it would just be a suburb of Detroit, basically. Well, like, it's, it's funny Detroit.
0: So, Neil. The, uh, Canada, you can drink at 19, of course, and it's 21 to drink here. And the other thing that Windsor has that's appealing for young people to go over there mm-hmm. is they have full nude strip clubs. Oh wow! And, okay, and you can drink in the you know, so you can, yep. You're 19 and you can go drink in a full nude strip club. Because you imagine there's a fair amount of Michigan kids that make their way over there to call visit what we call the Windsor Ballet.
4: <laughs> there you go. There you go. So.
0: So it's so it's interesting, right? So you wrote this album. So you obviously write some songs. Um, do you do you ever write for Daigles, or are you just, or is it just kind of like uh, Murray writes the songs, and you drum for Daigles, and you just write your songs for your own projects?
2: Yeah, no, the Daigles is all Murray, me, and Matt or Murray's rhythm section. Gotcha. I'm pretty honored too, like you know, like Murray. It's pretty fun playing along, like being able to play with such a good guitar player because it's like. It's definitely made me a better drummer, I'm telling you, playing with Murray, because he's like, he's not. he's... Murray encourages just, like, like groove, you know what I mean? He encourages, don't play like a robot, just, like, you know, loosen up a bit, just play, you know, because Murray grew Mm. up in the 70s, so, like, you know, and and he loves all those old, all the old, like, you know, just, like, old, like, uh, like Black Sabbath and uh, UFO and all that shit, where it's just, like... Mm. You know, and he loves like like uh, Frank Zappa, but he loves all he likes all a lot of that. Um, uh, what you call it, like jazz fusion, like Mahavishnu Orchestra. Oh wow, holy it's,
1: shit! It's, it's, I wouldn't have oh, guessed that. He,
2: oh yeah, he like yeah. Oh, like, he like yeah. He's a very very talented guitar player for sure. He, he, you, he don't not, you know, but he's like, oh, I no, I'm sorry, sing, but he doesn't like. He, but it's not like. It's not like. Uh, Technical shit. It's more like just fucking play and groove, and you can and you can tell like, whenever you hear a Daigle's record, you can tell which guitar solo is Murray's because he's kind of doing that more like, uh, kind of like, uh, you know, like more like Jim Page, t- Tony Iommi, kind of like more like groovy, where it's where you know other guys are doing like the cross picking, full on like thrash metal kind of s- Jeff Hanneman kind of solo and shit. You know what I mean? Hmm. But, but, it, but yeah, yeah, he's got his own style for sure.
0: Are you guys doing so? When are you playing? Do you have a second guitar player for these tours, or is it just a three-piece? Yeah?
2: No, just a three-piece for this. But like I was saying, like whenever we play in in Alberta, Mike Jack because he's out there, so he gets up and plays shows with us too. So oh, okay. And Mike's been in the band. Like Mike was on Guano and Two Dogs Fucking, so he was on. You yeah. know, he was. He was in the band since like the mid '80s and shit. So. Hmm. He's awesome. Fuck Mike's a ripping guitar player too. Holy shit. Yeah, and he's on he's on um, Armageddon Survival Guide. Mike's on that album. And hmm. uh on hate on Hate Speech, he plays uh he does a guitar solo on, in uh, the middle of uh Sax and Meat, like that Black Sabbath kind of song. That's hmm. Mike doing the guitar solo on there.
0: We've played Sax of Meat, as a matter of fact. We played uh yeah. that was that was my favorite album. What was that? Twenty twenty one that actually came out, right? I yeah, think, yeah, it you know, makes well, sense. yeah, we recorded.
2: Yeah, it came out on Burry's fan page, and then we, you know, like I said, we've been waiting since then for it to get pressed. But yeah, it's been yeah. out since twenty twenty one.
0: It's it's kind of interesting, right? Because like Murray did his, and I can't remember what name he did it under. If it was just a solo album or what, but he did. So we when we had him on, it was actually, and of course, I talked about a lot of Diego Borges stuff. But he had done that weird solo album. He had done one kind of similar to what you did, really, right? I mean, yours is actually a little more oh, like yeah. yours is actually a little more diggle abortions, as his was just kind of all over the place. I can't yeah, remember. He
2: did he did uh, that COVID nineteen nervous breakdown? That's right.
0: It. That's right. COVID nineteen nervous breakdown. Yeah. That's right.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. There's some good ones on there for sure.
0: But that was definitely more of a comedy album, too. Even though everything, yeah, everything he does is funny, whether he knows it or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> there I think you go. like, oh, I know. You write a serious song I oh, think I, But it'll still be kind of funny
2: Oh I keep saying like Murray's the funniest guy I've ever met in my life As long as he's not telling you a joke Like he just says The guy's hilarious That's funny. But yeah like Exactly It's like Yeah he's always like All his songs like humor I mean that's You know that's It's kind of like That's kind of how you get people To listen to your music If you're going to make people laugh You're going to instantly Like your music you know well, if anybody
0: probably is, long way. most people who listen to us would know you guys because I play you a lot because I'm, I'm a huge fan, but if you would never listen to Dagle Abortions, first you should probably listen to Fetus to Fetus. That's kind of like the early classic. classic. right? That's yeah. the
1: one I have, here. Yeah. And then I would yeah. probably listen yeah. to
0: Two Dogs Fucking because I think that is a phenomenal, phenomenal album. That was early 90s. Yeah. But then the last yeah, 10, two... The last two that Marcus played on Which are Armageddon Survival Guide And Hate Speech are are excellent Like return to form albums Some of them in the 90s uh, I wasn't that oh, yeah. crazy about But uh, I mean they're still good They're still better than you know 90% of what yeah. you hear But the last couple have yeah. been really good So anyway Let's, let's play a song from one them. of
1: them Let's play a song yeah. from one of those Alright let's,
0: uh, yeah. let's, let's do Which one did you pick from Armageddon Survival Guide I can't
1: remember We had Sick of the Lies and Kill 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 uh, Sick
0: of the Lies yeah yeah Sick of the Lies, lies.
1: Okay, so this is Sick of the Lies by the Day globe Abortions. Off oh, of which album, Tom?
0: Armageddon Survival Guide. Okay. Oh. <laughs>
1: That was sick of the lies by the day abortions
0: all right well i'll tell you what mark you've been a good sport and you've hung out with us for i don't know 70 minutes now long, long time and i know you're on the road and you're touring and we really appreciate you talking to yep, us so i'll do. tell you what i'm going to turn it over to you and if you got anything else you'd like to share you can do that now and then uh, we'll play one more day abortion song and then we'll go eat tacos yeah or, or tim hortons plug or, or whatever yeah to... yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. yeah, well thanks for having me too. Appreciate it, you know. I just uh yeah, everybody, like check out my uh Isolated Earthlings album on Bandcamp. Probably gonna get some shirts and stickers made up here at some point. I'm probably gonna plan some shows in the new year, like in Canada with isolated earthlings, like when uh the daggos are not really doing much, like maybe in March, February, March kind of thing. And uh yeah, you know, just uh, check out uh, ears ears open for uh, everything, and uh, I don't know. Hopefully, we'll be down to the states again at some point. I don't know. It's just kind of a pain in the ass to get down there though, because you got to get like the P two work visas, and it's like costs you a lot of money, and then oh, depends on whether they let you in or not. So. <laughs> but um, whatever, I'm sure we'll be down there at some point.
0: We'll I know they're out. really they're really strict about really stupid. Like, I had a friend who had a DUI, and he couldn't get into Canada. I'm like, really? Canada? All they do is drink beer in Canada. Why would they let you to Canada <laughs> for a DUI? It seems silly. I mean, yeah. they sell Molson at the – they give yeah. you a Molson when you get to the border. They just give you one. What? Well, well, <laughs> so, just, hey. You know what? That's the
2: thing. Like the, border, like, the border between Canada and the U.S., it's like you're playing football. Like, there's just a guard in the borderline. Whereas if you go to Europe, like, it doesn't matter. You land, Like, when we went to Europe, we landed in Belgium. And they basically like stamped their passports, let us through, and that was it. You're in the European Union. You don't like then. The next stop was Berlin. We got off the plane, grabbed their suitcases, and left. Like you didn't have to go through customs or anything. It's just, it's just hmm. for some reason this North American, like Canada, American border is it, it's really strict. But you it's know, like a to white anywhere else. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. If you want to go anywhere else, they don't really care. They're like, whatever. Yeah, come into our country if you want to hang out and spend money or whatever, you
0: know? It's funny, too, that the Canadian border is the one they're guarding so closely. Like, our southern border is pretty porous. I mean, a lot of people don't really want to admit, oh, that's not true. It's not true. There's pretty uncontrolled immigration going on right now, but we're worried about the Canadians. I mean, what the heck? What are they going to do?
1: Maybe French fries? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, seriously. Tim Hortons. (laughs) Exactly we got a lot of those yeah,
0: it's full control and whatever they
2: just want to make you think that they're in control and you got to do what they say kind of thing but something yeah, that's whole another discussion
0: <laughs> so you said you you do you have family still in michigan you ever get down here anymore or not really uh
2: no, like uh, my family it was all like my mom's uh on my grandma's side so they're like like my grandma's cousin so yeah they're still uh family members that lived there. Uh, but they're like third cousins or whatever, you know. Like, ah, like, nobody
0: nobody you're know, in touch with
2: But people haven't seen it. yeah, like people I haven't seen in thirty years or whatever. So the kind of people you like, had to
0: I listen mean, to. yeah, definitely. The kind of
2: yeah,
0: people they, you had like, to
2: my mom's family gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But like my like she had cousins in Detroit and then in uh other their other family there up in uh Sheboygan, like up in the northern peninsula or whatever. The Oh yeah, yeah U P yeah, like Lake Huron and all that. We like up there. Oh, yeah, yeah time up there. Yeah,
0: it's a really nice country up there for sure. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Well, like I said it's, it's all the people you had to get rid of Facebook for because they were all the people you're listening to complain about their lives that you didn't really know on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, I, I, Neil, yes, you sir. good or you. Uh oh, yeah listen man thanks so much for coming on mark we appreciate it and good luck with the isolated earthlings thing everybody check this out it's very funny people our age like i said people who are around 50 45 50 they're gonna know all these all these references
2: yeah exactly exactly i mean like my nieces and nephews are like what who's dark helmet what are you talking about (laughs) people don't get it but there's still enough of us older people that hopefully i should Sell a few albums, anyways.
0: Well, and, well the, fa- <laughs> the exchange rate is favorable for your American dollar friends. The the exchange exchange yeah. rate is good. So, but anyway, yeah, it was it was real nice to meet you, man. Nice to talk to you. If you get down to the states, we will definitely hunt you down and see if you recognize yeah. our voice or something. Yeah, I yeah there you go. Yeah, definitely. go.
2: And uh, and yeah, hey, uh, when when you get this all like ready to go and everything, can you? Uh, send uh, Keith a link to it so then.
0: Absolutely. Man. It up, Absolutely. And you know, all that. Hundred we, percent. we're we're we're, pro- we're probably almost recovered from having Murray on last time, so maybe we'll do that again <laughs> next year <laughs> too, Yeah. Have dude. him back on when, yeah, you man, that, yeah. when you get that when you get the vinyl records in your hands. So anyway, say hello to the crew yeah. for us. So
5: Yeah yeah, you bet you. yeah I will
0: definitely no, and you okay. guys hey man, okay, good luck guys. good luck on the next few shows and we'll uh, we'll talk
1: to you later on man. Yeah. Good to meet you. Cheers. Yeah,
2: man. Yeah, for sure. Hey, happy holidays and uh,
1: take care. Same to you, man. You friend. too, man. Thank see you, you later. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to play out with a oh, Dayglo abortion song. With- yeah, with Kill, 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 correct? Yeah. Huh? So,
0: anyway, yeah. 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 Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we will uh, talk to everybody later on. Yep,
1: yep. Keep this up, is Marking Kill, your heart. Kill, kill, Kill from Hate Speech. Yes. There you go. See you later. Bye, everybody. That is what they want for us, and that is what we'll get them. Yeah.
4: That brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah! Ha, ha. Ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter.